Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. If you're going to get through some hard miles, you need a good crew, and once again... We've assembled the finest crew in the land on this uh, episode of The Adventure Jogger. First off, he's on Silver Singles. He likes bird calls. He has a walk-in bathtub. Everyone's favorite senior citizen, Jeff Stafford. What's going on, people? What's going on? Great to have you on, Jeff. Thanks. Once again... Hanging out in Jeff Stafford land. Yeah. You actually, you brought a, a musical instrument. I do. I have my pipe. He's got a pipe he's going to play for us right. on this episode in just a little bit. Next up, she's the co-host of the Run Wild with Lauren and Bud podcast. Lauren Byhoffer is Hi. on The Adventure Jogger. Welcome. <laughs> How are you, Lauren? Thanks. I'm doing great. It's great to have you on. Yeah, so fun. Um, you actually did... The Claw Mile. I did. You're one of the first people that did it. <laughs> I did. I jumped on it. It was like really <laughs> fast. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> you, was that your first White Claw experience? No, it was not. Um, and I thought it might be my last. But <laughs> I have one in my hand right now. Um, yeah, no, not my first. My first running experience with the Claw. I think it was most people's first running experience with the claw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not something I think people are putting in their bottles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up on the crew, the Beast Coast's first or second favorite German, depending on who you're talking oh, to. Oh, here we go. The winner of multiple strolling gyms. I call him King Olaf the Speedy, Olaf Westernack. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Adventure Jogger, Olaf. Thanks. Yeah, I think the White Claw thing really sold it. Well, yeah, yeah. We did promise you a free White Claw. They, yeah, they did. I have a second one now, so I can count the calories. It's 200 calories, but I, I drink it out of a glass because we're not savages. No, actually, Olaf, you did You did actually ask for a glass. Mm-hmm. To, is there something that you just don't like the taste it's of? It's the European thing, probably. Is it a European thing? Well, if you can, why wouldn't you? Well, I guess the can's an American thing. Probably. I guess okay. that's. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to start from now on. I'm going to request a, a glass. bit more refined. <laughs> have a <glass>. More refined. <laughs> These are like for beers. You have so many different beer styles. Yeah. So you have different glasses for. Oh it yeah, too. Vi- yeah. Weizen beer glass. Yeah. 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 So therefore, there's a glass for White Claw. Okay, so break that down for me, because believe it or not, I'm just a Tennessee boy. I'm not as refined as you are, Olaf. Give me the different run, different glasses for different beers. Give me the rundown. Well, basic, you have a Pilsner glass. Okay. You have a Hefeweizen glass. Mm-hmm. All depends on the, the foam on top. How okay. How it builds. All right. And then you have your basic pint. Yeah. So, so just like for wine, you have a red glass for red wine, white wine. 
sparkling do, wine. Do you judge people when you go over to their house and they don't have all the right glasses? Not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, he's got as a guest. Oh. He's got grounds. steins. Look at that. <laughs> Is that, a, is that a thing, or are you offended because he had to go get steins for the German? No. Well, you have those. That's a thing you buy to remember to place you. You normally don't drink out of them. No, they're just decorative. It, it's, a, it's just more like a thing you have on your mantle. Lauren, do you want to drink a White Claw from a beer stein? I think those have been sitting yeah. around for a while. Yeah. I don't think. I think these I'm are good. pretty dusty. <laughs> they might need... To, yeah, those are pretty yeah, dusty. You don't know. <laughs> those are just decorative only. <laughs> well, I thought before we get into some, some wacky fun and some hijinks, we would just kind of get to know everybody uh, around the horn here. We already know Jeff. Um, if you do... Yeah, yeah, we, we know Jeff. <laughs> we know he likes bird calls. But Lauren, kind of give us your running story oh man okay <laughs> sure you take your time I, uh, there's no time uh, limit on okay, this okay okay well um yeah i guess i i've been running ultras for maybe four or five years mm-hmm. now i uh didn't start running till i was in my 30s three kids in um hated running when i was younger thought it was like punishment for you know i don't know yeah. <laughs> it's like you know right. it's like right. why would you run it's right too, uh so i got hooked i guess it was maybe 2016 2015 i don't know um and yeah i've been running ever since i call myself the trail sloth because i'm a back of the packer uh it's fun. I don't know. That's where the party's at. That's why I tell myself. So, <laughs> <Right>. you know. <laughs> There's that saying. Now, Olaf wouldn't know this because he he's know. in the front. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're going to have to take our word for this, Olaf. Trust me. Yeah. All ultras are like mullets. It's business up front. That's what you are. You're business up front. And it's party in the back. That's right. What a great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we tell ourselves to feel better. Right. Yes. <laughs> now I, I remember we, we when we did the the crew show with Pat Reagan. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were kind of asking Pat. You, you know Pat Reagan. Yeah. You were on his podcast. Uh, yeah. He's my coach too. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's fantastic. But I, I wanted to to know if he ever felt like he's missing something because he's always up front and and ultras up front are very like Olaf. You're not you're not BSing with somebody next to you during a race it's all business do you ever feel like you're missing out on something like don't you wish you could maybe sign up for a race under a different name like Dieter like you could be like (laughs) (laughs) Dieter Uffenhausen and then you could sign up for a race and have no pressure and then just you know run it really slow and see what the rest of us experience no. No, not so much. <laughs> no. That is no. my fun, though. That is my fun to push as, as hard as I can. and ex- No, not winning, okay. but executing as well as I can yep. and run as hard as I can. The place is really irrelevant, whatever happens to it. Right. If I'm first or third, that's fantastic. Right. If I'm 150th. I did a, a cross run, uh, a Vanderbilt meet, three or four years ago. I ran as hard as I can. I, I literally collapsed when yeah. I was done. I got 150th out of 180. Was that weird for you? That was really weird because one of the top guys, Ben Lee, that I knew came to me and said, hey, so how did it go? How did you feel? I'm like, I'm freaking dying here. (laughs) My lungs are about to come out, but I'm glad you're feeling so great. So, yeah, um, it's really all about how much do I have and 
can I make it to finish with it? Whatever happens after that is fine. So you did experience what it's like for the rest of us. Because oh, yeah. if, if I get third place in a race, that means a sinkhole is opened up. <laughs> and there's a whole lot everybody of... Fell yeah, everybody right. fell in. Everybody fell in. Right, there. right. Yeah. Exactly. Lauren, I wanted yeah. to go back because you, you, you kind of gave us the Reader's Digest version yeah. <laughs> of, of the Lauren Run story. Uh, well, why did you decide to pick up running uh. after three kids? Well, I, you know, it was kind of the cliche. Escape. Yes, escape. Yeah, parents out there, they know. But it really was, well, you know, I was three kids in. And, well, actually, I was only two kids in when I first picked up running. And um, I just, I needed something because I knew I was in shape and out of shape, I mean. And I knew that I needed, like, mental I don't know, escape. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, I'm going to run a 5K. You know how I think where everybody right. starts. And I'm like, I'm going to go sign up for a 5K. And I ran it and it was good. Um, and then I did like a half marathon and then I got pregnant. <laughs> Surprise. You're like, I'm not done yet. I'm not done. <laughs> I just started running. And so after that pregnancy, my third kid, um, I, you know, I've always been a trail person, an outdoor person. And I was like, why was I running on road? I'm not really sure. Like, I just thought that was what you're supposed right. to do like yeah. you're a runner you run on the road and then it dawned on me like well if you love trails so much why don't you run on the trails and so i i you know signed up for some trail race at montgomery bell it was like an eight miler yeah back when they used to have yep. i don't even remember what it was called um and i was hooked i was like man this is this is pretty cool and then I had friends running marathons, and I was like, y'all are so dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you I doing? Like, I was like 26 miles. I'm are you like, stupid? I'm like, what's wrong with you? And then like a year later, I'm like, I think I'm going to sign up for Stump Jump. Yeah, right. that's, that sounds like a good idea yeah. for my first ultra. Sure. Yeah. And so I did, <laughs> and I finished. Uh, I wasn't DFL. I was like next to DFL. Okay, I just want to <laughs> get that out there. You were a DFL, <laughs> yeah. almost dead That's fucking it. last, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay, I was like one person shy, but I was so ecstatic. I loved it. Uh, I was hooked. So yeah, that it just kind of progressed from I need to get in shape to like wow, this is this is life. You know, I remember the stump jump mm-hmm. when I when I Googled it and found it. Yeah, because you know I read the book, um, you know, Born to Run, uh-huh. and then I read Ultra Marathon Man, yeah. and then I was like, I wonder if we have ultra marathons in Tennessee. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that possible? Is this, do Here people in really this state? This? Yeah. <laughs> right. At this camp, this has to be a yeah. California thing. It's got to be. I'm sure they don't have ultramarathons in Tennessee. And then Stump Jump is the first thing that pops up when you yeah, Google ultramarathons ultra Tennessee. I don't know how they got that. Um, they paid somebody for that, for those, <laughs> those search rights or whatever. But I actually saw they had this whole blog and Matt Sims was telling you how to train for oh, wow. it and okay. stuff. And I was like, oh, who is this Matt Sims cat? He's, he's, he's skinny. He looks like a, like a cool dude. Yeah. And then I saw him at a race and I was like, that's the guy whose training plan I used for the <laughs> first awesome. race ever. Right. Oh my God. So, so you, you kind of, you kind of get into it that way, kind yeah. of a roundabout way. Yeah. And it's been love ever since. It has. Uh, you know, it's funny because I was always a hiker, backpacker, and it, it didn't dawn on me when I was like, I'm going to run and become a runner. Yeah. Uh, that, like, you could leave the road and run trails. It's just I a just, lighter pack and a little faster pace. Yeah, you know, and I mean, I I went from not running at all and then, and then running some road races. And again, for fun, not like I, I wish I could be a fast runner, and I'm sure I could probably trained to be faster but you'd be amazed what you can do yeah i kind of feel like just that ship has sailed for me (laughs) 
No. So I just, but no, I love it. And I, I really did. I feel like I, I fell into it like in the cliche way of signing up for a 5K on a whim because I wanted to lose some weight and get in shape. And now I'm like, yeah, trail running's nice. like what you do, you know? <laughs> it's life. So why did you decide to, to get into podcasting? Uh, oh my gosh. So... My buddy and I, that's Bud LaMonica, we yeah. have been running together for several years. We were we actually went to college together. We're both nerds. Um, we both were chemists. And, uh, you know, we always joked that we have, like, such misadventures. And he's kind of like me. He's like a back of the packer. And just, like, crazy shit always happens to us. I'm like, does this happen to other people? Or is it just us? And so... <laughs> <laughs> no, it happens to okay. all of us, yeah. But it was just like such random things. And we tend to do like silly adventure runs and, and silly stuff. And so on my birthday this year, I was like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to start a podcast. And we had just done Scar. Well, we did Scar last, last summer, yeah. which was crazy fun. And we were like, okay, we're, we're going to record it on a podcast. And we don't care if anybody listens, but it's kind of like for us. Um, and then people were like, oh, my gosh, I loved listening to it. So I was like, okay, bud, let's just talk. Let's just, like, get a microphone. Like, we sit in our cars. And, and go. We, yeah, yeah. I were like, hey. Uh, and we just talk about random running stuff and talk to other people. And it really nice. is just, it's more for us. <laughs> like, yeah. we have so much fun doing it yeah. that, like, we don't even care if anybody listens. It's just, like, our record of, like, trail It's a digital capture of what's going That's through your right. brain at the time. Yeah. Some people write blogs. Some people write a book <laughs> we podcast so is it weird though when you encounter someone that does listen to the podcast yeah yeah I, it is weird and then people are like asking questions and i'm like oh uh i, I don't know i didn't I think about that <laughs> it's, no, it is it is it yeah. is so weird i mean here, here's four people sitting in jeff stafford's spare bedroom right now right just just <laughs> talking and drinking white claw and it, it is weird to think that someone's going to be doing something somewhere yeah listening to this yeah. putting in some hard miles uh-huh it, it's it's pretty darn cool it is it is neat and i've met a lot of people like people like will message me like oh this podcast was so funny or this was informative so i'm like oh people are listening like it's it's cool you'd be surprised yeah yeah we would just do it regardless like we don't care if people listen you know and um it has been so fun for us just to sit and chat because it's really we would just sit and talk to each other anyways about running whether yeah. <laughs> you know, right. there's a microphone or not um and so yeah it's just been fun fun thing to do i don't know escape to my car and have a drink and talk running <laughs> right when you have three kids that's right and how old are your kids lauren uh six 12 and 13 okay yeah i can totally see why yeah. you gotta get to your car <laughs> I, got, I gotta go i yeah. have to go don't bother mommy she's in the car <laughs> mama's podcast time <laughs> that's right. i'll <laughs> see you in three hours <laughs> that's right that's right don't interrupt it's very important stuff you know <laughs> olaf Welcome, sir. Bump, bump, Again, bump. As we switch from Lauren, give us kind of give us the Olaf Westernack running story. Well, and don't you, you get on that mic there. Get. Um, so I started running when I was six years old, more out of boredom because my parents picked me up late from school, and well, somehow that worked for me. It just felt good. Yeah. And ran competitively throughout high school, and then a little bit after that, but then quit because my knees hurt a lot. So I started cycling, did mountain bike racing. Then I moved to the U.S. when I was um, 24. Yeah. Started road cycling because mountain bike didn't work right. So did a bunch of road cycling up to a Category 2 
writer. It was a lot of fun, but uh, just handling school, full-time work, and, and yeah. cycling. Something had to give, so yeah. it was cycling. So I gave up cycling. It's always a compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's and it's, cycling's a rather expensive sport. Um, yeah, because you can drop, like, like, what was the most you oh dropped on a bike, Olaf? Well, I still kept the bike that I brought here when I moved here. So, And I was very fortunate with friends I had that, that helped me out. And How many francs like, was the bike that you... A couple of thousand. Okay. I yeah. don't know what the transition to that is. <laughs> well, euro at the time. It's, it's a bunch. It's a bunch. Um, it, was, it was a lot. I mean, just even a, you know, a chain is a hundred bucks. And yeah, then it's ridiculous. You, yeah, it, it was a lot. Anyway, um, I quit. And after about half a year without having any exercise, my wife just said, I don't really care what you do, but do something, please. Get out. Go <laughs> away. Were you annoying? Your your wife was like, oh, oh my yeah, God. I'm a, I'm a terrible human being if I can't move and do. <laughs> She's like, you have got to go. So I started Get out again. And that worked really well for me. And during my running journey, I did a, started with a uh, marathon and then a half marathon. And it was all great. But I came to this idea that with, running the real advantage versus cycling is you can go all out there's not much strategy in terms of you don't have a peloton where you suck up for a while for 100 miles and then the last 10 you gun it yeah. and you may have a shot running it's totally different you you still may run with someone but you still have to execute your own plan you can't just go out like a freaking rocket because you odds oh, are you will die right so I, that, I've never that, done that. That really, yeah. that really intrigued me. That <laughs> Tell I us what that's, what that's like. <laughs> well, everyone has a plan somewhere. It right. might turn out one way or another. But that was really intriguing to see how far can I actually go. You never make that. You don't do that in a bike race, really. Right. Unless right. It's some crazy gravel race or so. So I started to the point where, like, how far can I go? What do I need to do until my body says I'm good? And my mind says that this is it. Yeah. And started one race after another, got longer and longer, and managed to get myself into the Spartathlon team in Greece. And that was the race where I finally reached that level where I knew, okay, this is this is it. I, Were I you, on, you were on Team USA that. for this for the Spartan? Thon? Yes. Okay. And that was really cool. So finally, in 2018, I reached that point, and I I feel different since. I approach yeah. races differently. Yeah. And the, the threshold just got much higher. How did that feel being on Team USA? It was freaking cool. Yeah. I tried multiple times to be on Team USA for the 24-hour race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not good enough for it. So I never made it. I was I qualified. I was semi-close, but not that close to really <laughs> make a difference. Uh, but to make it on that team was, was still pretty cool to have to, you know, have the flag and you have the whole uniform and, and you represent your country and there are only few that can do it and every other country is there and they have their own team and sure there's a lot of pride but you know good pride like right right i'm, I'm representing something i'm f- sort of fighting for something and yeah it's a that's a really cool feeling was there ever uh did you ever have the desire to fuck with team germany during the Spartanathon and go like, guys, I, I, I got the wrong shirt. I, 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 I don't know what happened. I don't know. They gave me the wrong shirt. No, I, I, you actually... It's more well, probably messing with him. 2018 was a special year anyway because yeah. the, the, the hurricane hit, which is really rare there. So I didn't actually... I barely talked to anyone yeah. there the whole time. It was, it was really odd. So I didn't met any Germans. 
the entire Wow, race. that's disappointing. You could have so messed with them. Like, hey guys, I couldn't find my shirts. I borrowed this dude's Team USA shirt. He gave it to me right on his back. They're actually highly organized. They have like their real own, own organization that lets them wait uh, the way they qualify and Team yeah. Germany is highly organized? No. No sh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but, but, but <laughs> going back real quick, because when you stopped cycling, did anyone else want to know, is there a is there pictures of fat Olaf? No. Uh, well, oh, yeah, well, oh, 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 hold on. There, hold actually, on. there's one. There was that one moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a, a picture, a collage in our house with different pictures. And there's one where well, sometimes when we walk by, we're like, hey, remember that? I'm like, yeah, I do. I see it on my cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, a, I'm a little chubby. Yeah. Um, I, I have a name for... The, the heavier me. Oh, I know it. I it's know it's it well. Puffy Pluckleman. Puffy. Because, <laughs> oh and I, so that if I find pictures, everyone goes, it's Puffy, Puffy Pluckleman. Our buddy Patrick, we, he lost a lot of weight running. So when we see old pictures, we call him Fatrick. That was his time then. But what, what could we, what could be the, what could be the, the heavier Olaf name when you yeah. see that picture? Roloff, well, maybe? Roloff. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Go with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not known for creativity, so don't ask me. But, but I would go with Roloff, yeah. I can, I can find that photo for you. Oh, my goodness. First, first Ultra Olaf, what was it? The, I think that was in Memphis. It was a Trail Ultra. Uh, Bennett Park. Or Shucks. Yeah, something with B. Besselin Park, yeah. something. It was a 50k. It yeah, must it was, have been very memorable. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was hot as hell in Memphis, oh. but it was still a fast course, so you felt like you you want to you want to go. Yeah. And I've never done anything really like that, so I just ran it like a marathon, and it just felt like well, it's look, it's a long marathon. So right, I right. Just did what I knew at that point. It, that turned out okay. How did it turn out? Did you win the thing? Or? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's All funny right. mention. He's one of those. Mm. It's funny you mention it fast is. course. I know. I've, I know. I know you've run uh, Tunnel Hill before, mm. and that's a fast course, of course. And you know the danger of that course is, if you go out too fast there, the mm. wheels will come off way, oh. way quick. I saw a bunch of those when Camille right. ran, uh, broke the world record and. It still feels, you know, everyone feels like a million bucks in the first 20 miles. Sure. So a lot of people ran yeah. with them. Like, I, I don't know all of you, but I'm pretty certain you're not the same caliber. So you will all pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> we have a story about Pinhoti. No, oh, this is a funny. true story. There's a guy who's run Pinhoti a whole bunch of times, and he usually runs about 28, 29 hours. And so the year when Carl Meltzer went and, and ran it and won, this guy was had no idea who Carl was, but he wanted to keep up with Carl. Oh so <laughs> and he did. For 10 miles, wow. he huffed and puffed to keep up with Carl Meltzer. Now, Carl would finish in half the time that this fella finished yeah. because I don't, I don't know why if he saw, like, I don't know who this old guy is in Hoka's, but I'm going to show him <laughs> how we run in Alabama. Right. But, but he, learned, he learned a harsh lesson that way yeah. uh, doing that. But Olaf is one of those people that won his first ultramarathon. Hmm. Yeah, we're all envious. Yes. Yeah, I still have to bottle. It's like a nice thermal bottle that I still use. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant a... Bottle, like you know, like I have in the other room. Bottle. Oh, a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. 
Okay. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that would be nice, though, wouldn't it? Or, or a good <laughs> bottle of Stiegel or something like that. Can you imagine, Lauren, what it's like to, to win your first Ultra and not even remember the name of the damn oh, thing? Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, okay? Bartlett. <laughs> Bartlett Park. <laughs> I just got it. Thank you. Olaf is two white claws in, by the way. It We're going to blame him. the claw. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I won my age group, and I'm just going to tell you that I may have been one or two only like in the group yeah i think i was not the only one in the group okay that doesn't matter that doesn't <laughs> but, matter you know it doesn't matter i'm gonna just pretend that there were other people in the group and i won first place in my age group at a little state park 5k high fives olaf was giving you the high five <laughs> there you yeah, go boom the, co- the covid high five but, right. but, but honestly if you if unless you're an elite athlete where you're life depends on or your your paycheck depends on yeah if you do it for placing i think you're doing it wrong i agree Mm -hmm. now i will i will say jeff stafford wanted to do a road marathon a couple of years ago because you know he's conquered a lot of things you know he just finished installing that walk-in bathtub and was looking for a challenge (laughs) and so we signed up for the jacks have you done the jackson marathon in uh the andrew jackson marathon in jackson Jackson, tennessee Jackson, Tennessee. Oh, it's a Boston qualifier. You should do way. it, Olaf. You could probably win the damn thing. So we signed up for this thing, oh, yeah. and and we we ran it. So it's two loops. So the half does one, and then mm-hmm. it it kind of takes you through. I don't know if you've been to Jackson, Tennessee, either yeah. one of you. It's a it's no Nashville. So <laughs> yeah. so you kind of go through some interesting neighborhoods. But Jeff got a Boston qualifying time. Did we find it? Was that a crack? We found a, a, a syringe, right? A heroin yeah, syringe? And a, and a crack spoon. needle. How yeah. do you know it's heroin? Did you try it? Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think I got the, how do you think I mean, I got the BQ time? Right. That's right. So, so he Boston qualified yeah. on his first time. It won his age group. Yeah. Uh, the, grand, the Super Grand Masters was like a 350. And we ran... <laughs> We ran it together, and there was about a mile from the finish, there's a college there, mm-hmm. and we hid a cooler full of beer at the college. Under a bush. Right, under nice. a bush. And so on the, on, we're running into the finish line. Not drinking. the same bush you visited about midpoint of the race. Though. No, I, 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 I actually had to, had to use a bathroom That was someone's, someone's yard. front yard. Oh, yeah, right. it, was, it was a nicer neighborhood. But no, and so when we finished, and then we're sitting around for the awards ceremony because I'm, you know, I'm figuring Jeff's going to win something, right? He's got to get Because anytime you have like a looped course and there's a whole lot of people on the first lap, and then everyone is there is like, ah, I'm only doing the half. And so it's pretty, pretty lonely on that second loop right. to get the full marathon. I'm like, Jeff has got to win something. So he won Grand Masters. Nice. And then they get to the, and now it's time for the men 40 to 45 age group. And I'm like, okay, Jeff, let's go to the car. And they're like, first place, Ryan Pluckelman. I'm like, oh, this <laughs> oh, must be like to be Olaf Westernack. Like, That's right. Oh, oh. And I didn't even so, know. Added up, so you had heroin at the halfway point, right? And then you just to finish. Sweet, just topped it off nicely. Nice. Yeah. You know, the last name like Pluckelmann, I have to, you know, pay homage to my German roots. That's cool. Yeah, and you know, now, have a beer. How next, often do you spell that? Next year we need, to, we need to have a glass, though. How do I spell it? No, how often do you spell it? Like little all the time. Week? Yeah, all the time. You I have know. to do the same thing oh, too, yeah. don't you? I just show my license. Yeah. The best. The best part is when I go to like the doctor or the DMV or any place where you have to sign in and then someone comes out and they'll go, you know, they have a little clipboard and they'll go, Ryan Pla, Pla, Ryan Pla, Pla, Ryan Pla, Ryan P. Yeah, I'm like, I'm here. Yeah, I got I'm, it. I'm here. You get that same thing. Like, oh, yeah, I went to, to Memphis and I showed my license. Literally yeah. showed it to her and she said, oh, yeah, Ola, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Alf. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where did you go wrong on the, on the first name? How right. is that possible? Alf. Yeah, Alf. She didn't even get to Western Neck because she's like, I, if I can't get yeah. past Olaf, there's no way I'm getting past yeah. uh, Western And we Neck. thought Martin Schneekloth had it bad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you guys ever uh, hang out? As the two lo- beloved Germans no, of the East Coast? He's in further south. He's in Huntsville, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but at races we do, yeah. Do you? Do you guys yeah. have do you guys have stuff to talk about? We do. Yeah. Being the first and second because it just depends. It varies on the day who's the first favorite German of the Beast Coast and who's the second favorite. I would say with what you did recently Right now, you're the first favorite German oh, of the wow. Beast Coast. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, I'm honored. <laughs> and Martin's number two. He's injured. Well, he's yeah. coming off an injury. He's coming off an injury. But, but he's also much older than me. Is he much older than you? Yeah. Like, how old are you, Olaf? 40. He's like, he's almost, he's a little older than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he also has a camper van. And he went on a lot of adventures. So, are you jelly of his camper cool. van? A little bit, yeah. He's got one of those sprinter, <laughs> some sprinter things, yeah. Um, but recently, you've got a sprinter van, don't you? We have we have the Ford van we bought and are converting into. It's a tall, the it tall is. van. It is. It's all in wide, whatever. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we are. Converting. I saw some of your pictures of the conversion yeah, classes. Yeah. The, the, the bed you're putting in the back and all that yep. stuff. That's pretty interesting. Is it an old ice cream van? No, no. I. It's not. It's a newer. What is it? The Ford transit yes yeah yes, yeah yes and so it's like a year or two old and uh yeah we're slowly converting it and it is awesome i love it the so. the, the danger is when you convert a van you know you got to buy the right van yes. and if you show up to buy a van and the side has free candy on the side right <laughs> that's when you don't yeah. like, like oh pass gotta, this this deal seems too so good it's to like, be true has that right. van been right. disinfected I don't, I don't want i don't want the candy van um Olaf, you recently, like many people who kind of had a good base of fitness and no races to do, you decided to do something on your own. Um, the Flying Monkey Marathon is a marathon in uh, Percy Warner Park mm-hmm. in Nashville. It's one of those old school races where you get, if you get into the race, they send you like an email saying, we're sorry, but you're into the Flying Monkey. Because yeah. it's got, it, it, what's the, uh, the, the climb for the marathon? It's... Three and a half thousand feet. Three and a half thousand feet for a marathon. And it's not a trail marathon. This is all on roads in Percy Warner Park, right? Flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dirt, yeah. It's, it's flat, Jeff. It's yeah, absolutely right. flat. Yeah. And you've done this race a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Have you? You've won the monkey? No, unfortunately not. I think I've two seconds and two thirds. Oh, right who now. the hell's beating you with the flying yeah. monkey marathon? Oh, Gary Kruger, killer runner. And I forgot the other guy's name, but yeah, Hunter Hall, killer marathon or two. So damn, I I think I've never done it with good legs. Last time I came off the Tunnel Hill 100 mile or two weeks later. So Ah. I I never really tried it like for real. So you've okay. Maybe everyone listening to this that's beaten Olaf at the at the (laughs) uh, at the flying monkey is like, oh, he's never been fresh, huh? Yeah, last time there's a there's a really steep hill at the golf course, maybe three miles before the finish, and yeah. the wheels they didn't just come off; they literally disappeared within a second. <laughs> they're, they're rolling back behind you. My legs were wobbly, and I had to walk. And I thought, "Crap, this is it!" And I just weaselled my way in. But you just recently did a quadruple flying yeah. monkey on your own. You did four back mm-hmm. to back to back. Did, uh, at Percy Warner Park, did Taylor Swift call the police on it? Because she's been known to hang out there, wondering who's this man who won't leave the park. Didn't see her. But, yeah, 
like do you just come up with your own challenges because i do like the challenge i'm not necessarily yeah. a fun runner yeah so i need something to think about and to focus on so yeah i just through facebook chatting with trends that idea sort of came up right it feels like nobody ever did it before at least at least as far as we know right so i thought that would be a good start to have a challenge well what's and your what olaf what is your favorite if you had to pick a distance what's your favorite distance to race i think the strolling gym distance like that 40, 40, that 40 miles 40, it's just 41 point whatever yeah it's hard yeah. to find more than just that that's like, yeah. like 41.2 miles is a hard race distance <laughs> to, to, to boil down on ultra sign up yeah yeah it's just long enough that you don't get away with messing around but it's also not short either it's, yeah. it's somewhere in the middle with the steep hills to it's yeah it's it's its own beast my can, favorite is a 50k because you can you can pretty much afford if you will to go balls out and just run your guts out because mm -hmm. it's going to be pretty short-lived as opposed mm -hmm. to 100 mile where you got to be a little more strategic about how you're going to do that how about you Laura? yeah i agree with the 50k because uh, i feel like on any given day like i can go out and make a 50k happen so for me <laughs> it's yeah, like right it's something that i know i can do and like enjoy yeah so that distance for me is probably my favorite yeah um i i i i'm not very good at the half marathon i get killed in that that's speed i get yeah. killed in the marathon like i and, and then i get killed in the 50k i get killed in the 50 miler i've never done a 100k but for whatever reason the 100 milers that i've done i'm always finishing like in the top 20 he does pretty oh, well one of the times i finished in the uh, i finished third and i was like holy crap <laughs> what happened right now granted the race only had two people but <laughs> dude, sounds like style, sounds man. like one of the hundreds <laughs> i ran right right so so you know yeah jeff ran a race once where he was third and last right <laughs> yeah hey those are my kind of race that's the details you leave out when that's someone's right. like you're like yeah i'm third place third in a race <laughs> You don't really, you don't really, exactly, right. exactly. Um, we are going to get to a little taste test here Ooh. in just a second. But before <laughs> we get we get to the taste test, I want to kind of talk about nutrition. Something that you really love and find that works well for you on races, food-wise. Uh, Olaf, you seem to have it dialed in. Now, you are wearing spring nutrition shorts, so I have an idea of where this is going to go. But just talk about nutrition with us for just a bit. Like, what is Olaf's go-to nutrition? Yeah, so I'm certainly sort of biased, but for a reason. I, You know, you do a bunch of races, and you eat whatever eight stations have, right. and you figure it out, and... Um, I never dealt well with the, with the really sweet stuff. Yeah. Because it always forces you to drink. Yeah. You have not a choice because it glues your teeth together and then you drink and then hopefully that fixes it. Uh, also, when it gets cold, those things get really gooey yeah. and it's even worse. So it went through all the paces and then uh, came across uh, spring. And it's literally like, I mean, almost high energy baby food it, it's it's yeah. real food and right i find that i can eat it without drinking a whole lot if i don't want to or need or just don't have much water left so that works really well and yeah i never have any issues i never had a bathroom problem i never had a stomach problem and if i dial it in right i typically eat a speed nut every 45 minutes like on a on a long run it's completely natural nothing 
I don't feel like, oh, I just ate something yeah. that's going on. It's just normal. I'm disappointed that you said you've never had stomach issues. Yeah, sorry. Because that means you've never <laughs> shit your pants in a race. No, I have not. It's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. It's coming. Mark my words, it's coming. If it does, that's fine. Because for the last years, I got away with it. But, right. You know, like carry long jokes about it. Like, well, you had a freaking two burritos last night. What did you expect? <laughs> that, that had to happen. It's just a given. It's going to happen. It's gonna, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't eat much the night before. So it's all smooth and gone. Then just do jealous. You feel like you're dodging a bullet having gone this far in your career without shitting your pants? No, no I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine with that, with that experience. That's the whole point of having good nutrition to not have that. Lauren? Oh, I feel like I'm not the person to ask. Well, okay, so if 2020 has taught me anything, it's that perhaps White Claw is not <laughs> like the drink of choice for racing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I usually do real foods, uh, PB&Js, man. Uh, you know, Bud and I both kind of, like, that's how we gauge how long a run is, is how many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches did we eat and... Uh, I don't know. I'm a fan of real food. I used to do all the gels and sometimes I still do, you know, yeah. like if I'm just, I don't know, in a hurry. Um, but yeah, I do, you know, water. I, I take electrolytes like in a pill or a chewable. Yeah. I, mm. I can't do any of the mixes or the sweet. I don't like a lot of sweet and fruity stuff. Um, yeah. And I just, I typically eat real food now. So. Okay. Good answer. But White Claw might have a thing because you hydrate and it's I 100 mean, calories. Easy to count. It is. Yes. Yes. The gel it takes has 100 the place calories. of Kelvin, you know? <laughs> Perfect. Fill your Low bladder with White Claw. Yeah. I mean, I will say when I did the Claw Mile, yeah. uh, I guess, you know, I'm 39 and my college years are way past. <laughs> I am a lightweight because by like the second one, the road is moving. I was going to I was going to ask you, what, what claw did it finally hit you? Well, I mean, by the second one, it was hot. But by the second one, I'm like, whoa, like, what's going on? And by the last one, I'm just like, whoa, you know. And the road is like all wavy and things are spinning. Yeah. I was, I was a little bit surprised and disappointed at how like much of a white, lightweight I am. So, well, that's three yeah. kids. I mean, you know, I guess, and I, I don't drink much anymore, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. Like, it's, 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 just, it's just some claws. Like, it's no big deal. Ooh, it hit me hard. You might be a little <laughs> more, I think you'd be more disappointed in yourself if it didn't hit you. Like, yeah, you're like, you're, that's you're true. 39 years old with three kids, if you were like, that was nothing. <laughs> oh, you'd be like, like, what choices have I made in my life to <laughs> get me Bring to this vodka. point? Let's right, 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 yeah, exactly. Right, right, essentially, you're training right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm building up my tolerance as I sit and drink this White Claw. Right. So the next time. <laughs> Olaf, you still have time to sign up for the White Claw Mile, by the way. Mm, mm, yeah, not today, but I think you, it's the seed is planted. You could, you <laughs> could I think you that. could do it. Um, now, you, were, yeah. you were telling me uh, off air, because you got here a little early, um, that you were the, the tequila champion of your hometown Ooh, or something? Yeah, the tequila wow. king. Yeah, I had 22 shots of tequila Whoa! without throwing up. That is a lot of tequila. Yeah, As someone who cannot handle tequila, I'm just like in awe. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. You might have missed that, Jeff. And you might have missed that, Lauren. Yeah, I think How I old were you, Olaf, <laughs> when oh, you were the tequila 16. king? Oh. 16 years old. <laughs> 
but yeah it was a cool cool thing it was called the bunker and it was like an underground Ooh. thing and yeah they had every friday one one dollar tequila so You're down in the keller yeah it's yeah it's <laughs> yeah where where are you the tequila king what what city gara g-e-r-a okay yeah so it's you, unofficial though but, oh okay so they don't have but, signs they have no, signs no. outside there's, of gara there's, there's no there's but no, years and years <laughs> later there's no fkt for it yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> no i didn't get a fuckle either right <laughs> Years and years after that, I, I just walked around and this this young guy came up and said, "Hey, I broke your your record. I'm, I'm the new tequila king." And like, it didn't oh, even really? occur to me that it was sling like, Oh my god, it's no, not, not good. You know, your mom. They would always say to your your parents, like, "Oh, that's uh, that's Susie and, and and Bob. They're the tequila king's parents." <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not really sure if they're aware of that. Oh. That's funny. That's something to be proud of. What is the legal drinking age in Germany? 18. Okay, so it was illegal. But they're round round down. It's cool. Well, yes. They don't don't enforce it much. What was the name on your fake ID, Olaf? Oh, you didn't need one. Oh, you didn't need one? No. No. Did you have a fake ID, Jeff? No. Am I the only one? Did you have a fake ID, Lauren? No, but after... Olaf, I've done seven years in Germany on various tours in the army there, but... You'd go into wherever, and there's young yeah, kids just, in there. But just act reasonable. Exactly. <laughs> if you act like a normal person, yeah. it's cool. They, <laughs> that might be hard for me. There's no, it's no problem. By the way, you used to tell that story about when you'd go disco dancing and you'd sleep under the bridge when you were in Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was stationed in a small town of Heilbronn. Oh, and yeah. uh, we used to go weekends. We'd go to Heidelberg because you know it was a college city and the the castle and all that stuff there, and all the discos were up there. So we'd get in my buddy's car, and or before we got the car, we'd get on the train, go to the Bahnhof, ride on a Heidelberg. We'd take our sleeping bag with us, and one of the DJs in the local discotheque, he'd let us stash our sleeping bags behind his little thing, and we'd dance and drink all night and have a good time. And then whenever they closed at like two or three in the morning or they ran us out, whenever, whichever came first, we'd get our sleeping bags and we'd go down and sleep underneath the Heidelberg Bridge. Huh. And we'd, nice. we'd wake up in the morning sometimes covered in snow. <laughs> we didn't care you know young dumb you don't yeah. care just it was a good time disco everybody yeah. yes jeff stafford went discoing in germany Silk pointy shirt yeah. <laughs> oh yeah all that stuff very cool platform shoes oh, we have pictures of this i feel like i need pictures of there this. might there okay. might be some i just want to imagine like a young Olaf yeah. riding in the car, the Volkswagen, yeah. with his parents, and seeing some there some soldiers. Well, we had on a Fiat. My buddy had a Fiat, so we rode. Well, quite we, I, I grew up in East Germany, so the, up till I was ten, there were no American soldiers. There were Russian Correct. soldiers. Correct. Oh yeah, that's yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yes. And then after that, we didn't. There were still no American so, uh, station. Uh, yeah, stations there. So, so you yeah. wouldn't have seen Jeff Stafford pass up underneath the bridge. No. no. Um, but w- you were there still when the wall came down? Yeah. Mm. I was there when the wall came down. Okay, because when Americans think of the wall going down, we think of Hasselhoff singing on the bridge. <laughs> That's we all it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's the only significance there. <laughs> oh, my God. And being able to ha- buy Matchbox and Coca-Cola. Yeah. That must have been, that had to be wild. Growing up in, in communist-controlled East Germany, and then how old are you when the wall goes down, Olaf? Nine to ten, yeah. yeah. So you're a kid. All these things you can't do, 
Back when he first started drinking. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been wild to go from you can't do all these things to all of a sudden the country's reunited again and there's things you could that transition must have been crazy for me probably not as much as my parents yeah if you're nine or ten and you could never buy a matchbox before or coca-cola or stickers yeah it was huge yeah you know? i mean commerce was really the only thing i was interested yeah in. but for my parents it was a very large transition from well you will have a job guaranteed right to well now we have to sell our skills in order to get a job right that that was a much larger transition but for me buying a the matchbox i wanted was much bigger in my mind what was that first do you remember that first coca-cola yeah i actually do i actually when i had my first snickers i cut out the snickers logo and i kept that that cut out <laughs> really yeah <laughs> wow what did it did you did you like you probably build it up in your head yeah like oh like, my god what's this snickers, what's this gonna taste like yeah. coca-cola mm -hmm. well, what was that experience? Oh, it, was, it was absolutely delicious. I had a Snickers and I had a Mars. I cut both it's, of them out. Ryan, it's, it's like 3.30 in the morning. You roll into that aid station. Your legs are just shot. And you have that cold Coke. And it's like mm -hmm. electricity yes. going through your body. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah the best, baby. Best thing ever in your life. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, really, that's really something uh -huh. to get that. Do you still have the Snickers uh, logo that you cut out? Probably not. No. But yeah, yeah no, I don't. Probably, but... The memory's still vivid. I, it was a big deal. You remember that a lot more than your first 50K. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Priorities. Right, exactly. All right. Before we get to our challenge today, um, favorite aid station food other than Spring Nutrition, Olaf, the executives at Spring are very happy with your previous answer. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be on the Spring team for another year or two. But what's your favorite aid station food other than Spring Nutrition? Well, to be honest, I I often skip them because I have to have the gels. But he's so far ahead. I do. He doesn't have the aid stations don't that. open by the time Olaf's but, done. A, a cold Coke definitely is magic, like a cherry mm. Coke. Oh yeah. And even though I didn't have it, I remember doing the Pinhoti, and there's at mile seventy or something. There are about three thousand pinnacle aid station yeah. going up there. You hear it for hours. Yep. Yeah. But you never actually never get there. But when you do, those guys had whiskeys. And had lights and the music and everything. Just the experience, that was magic. I think that's run by our friends down at Butts. Yeah, it's a Butts one. And they, yeah. Just the pierogies, experience yeah. to have people being super helpful because your brain checked out by then. Right. Uh, yeah, the experience, I think, is... is what I need. People talk to you like, hey, here, there's a drink. Just right. give it to you because right. I can't think anymore. There's, there's a banana and there's some M&Ms. And having the music and the lights and stuff, that... That really changes your, your perspective right. in that moment. You're more positive. I, I really like that. That's a good answer. And again, going to make the spring people very happy because all you need is spring, and you just like the yeah, you like the excitement just, of the of the works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, what was it? And I did this February um, the jackpot ultra in, yeah. in, in Vegas, and there were at the aid station two guys that just I didn't have a crew, but they refilled my bottle, and they're like, "Man, you're the greatest. It's awesome. Just keep moving." And Gave him my bottle and I did another loop and then another loop and just just that experience really makes me excited. Very cool. Nice. Lauren, favorite aid station food? Uh, definitely Coke. Uh, during the summer, like I had August race last year, watermelon. Oh man. Oh yeah. Like, it was like ninety five degree. It was like like angels had come down and carved <laughs> a watermelon and it was so good. And then during the winter, I am a fan 
of ramen noodles. Like if it's a cold race and yes. it's like a hundred miler or something. Oh yeah, ramen noodles is where it's at. That is the god honest truth. <laughs> uh, Jeff Stafford. After Mine for a summer event is actually I went to one they had cold oranges. Oh, cold oranges. That huh. Oh, good. it was really good. Just like, yeah. oh. Yeah. And, but same thing. Uh, Wintertime, oh. I love a good cup of ramen. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. I'm going to have to make an addition, though. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> James is out there, too. Um, I did a... My friend Cody and I, we, we tried to break the record running across Tennessee. Yeah. And, and also for other occasions, James uh, made sushi for us, like handmade rolled sushi yeah. during a race. And... That was delicious and super helpful, but also it is the most ridiculous thing that anyone ever had. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, like, like drinking a White Claw, you know? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> How was your aid station? Did you have M&Ms? No, we actually had custom-made sushi. We have sushi. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Everyone, I want you to picture Olaf. Now, Olaf, it looks like a, a typical runner. He's in really you know, thin, tall, you know, got his, got his good kit. Pulling into an aid station and pulling chopsticks out of his bag. Right. <laughs> hey, do I get rice with that? Right. Dipping it in right. soy sauce. Is so yeah, that was pretty cool. How did you not? Definitely. How did you not crap your pants after sushi, Olaf? Oh, it's good and salty and the rice. Oh no, I agree. It's, it's really good. You don't have to eat a pound of it. I mean, a couple of rolls will do the trick. <laughs> yeah, it was rolled in this nice oil and the salt of the wrap it's just delicious man it's really good stuff he, he drinks his white claw from a glass and he has sushi during round runs now that that, that brings up a good point okay. if if and when you decide to do the white claw mile are you going to do it from a glass oh. someone will have to pre-pour your white claw that's yeah. a different category though because i have an advantage in, in chugging Oh, I can yeah. chug faster out of a glass, yeah. Yeah, no so doubt. that's a different category. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like the freestyle category versus yeah. the original I category. That's yeah. like that's like F one versus yeah. IndyCar. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got you got time, Olaf, to get signed but up. You can run two miles. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, then it's an ultra claw. Yeah, I mean, an ultra, ultra claw. claw. <laughs> the ultra claw miles coming next year. We wanted to get people acquainted. The, the hardest part was going to the claw mile before we get to our little uh-huh. taste test here. The hardest part is not throwing up yes. because of all the carbonation. Oh, my God. You're ch- and I'm not a chugger. Like, I've never chugged anything. And then it's carbonated. Yeah. And it's alcoholic. And it's got some flavor. I mean, I was like... You yeah. know, like trying to just like get it down <laughs> as quickly as possible. I did not vomit. I'm very happy to report. Uh, I was kind of expecting I would, but I didn't. I looked like I was expecting because <laughs> yeah. I had so much carbonation in my gut oh, yeah. after the after the fourth one. But yeah, that's the thing, Olaf. I wanted to give people a chance. And by the way, you can go to Ultra Sign Up Claw Mile Fun Run is what you look up. Um, the sweet T-shirt comes your way. Uh, first, fastest man, fastest woman, get on the podcast. Dead last gets on the podcast as well. So we're, we'll do, yeah, this is good. We're going to do it up big time. And trophies. So I don't know if you Ooh. want a trophy in your life, Olaf. There you go. I, I think I will get disowned by my wife of another trophy in my closet. <laughs> That's a good, <laughs> good segue. That's funny. Yes. Yes. So you can do that, 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 that and, and sign up. And that's what we'll do. Uh, my favorite food, by the way, aid station wise, pickles. I get pissed oh, when they run out of pickles. I do like pickles. Pickles are a winner. Don't give me that look, Olaf. You not had a pickle? Pickle, pickle juice. Do you like drink pickle juice? No, right. oh, good. Yeah. yeah. No evidence that pickle juice makes a difference. No, but oh, the pickles mentally, just taste good. Mentally. Oh, pickles. Are, it's, 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 <laughs> it's a winner. Oh, pickles. Oh, pickles Absolutely. are. Pickles but are a win. I can't see it in a run. Yeah, just give it a try sometime. You know, maybe do a longer thing when you're out. Longer you can buy than pickle 14 pops. Hours. Right, you buy pickle pops now. Okay, but here we go. 
This is our little taste test. I went to the local running store here in Clarksville, Fleet Feet Clarksville, and I went and bought every flavor of goo that they have. So we're going to do goo brand. So okay. don't worry. Spring won't be pissed. It, no, it's fine. So yeah. we're going to do a blind taste test. Each one of us is going to reach into okay. the bag of goo, grab one, and we are going to do uh, the taste test. We're going to taste the, the, the summer lineup of okay. goo, and we're going to rate them. We're going to be able to crown the best goo overall. I'm going to shake these up. She's a chemist. Is that fair that she rates it? Because she will see it in a different way. <laughs> I know what's in that. I know what's in that. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with Olaf. Olaf, just reach in blindly into that bag just grab and grab one. grab a goo out of there. And what one did you get? Ooh, salted watermelon. All right. Yeah, that's All right. Good. Olaf is going to try first with soft, salted watermelon. The whole, the whole thing? You don't have to do the whole thing. Okay. Just enough to get <laughs> a good taste. You don't have to shoot at all. Because it's, it's literally 100 calories. So yeah. if I do half, I still have half of white claw I can do for the same energy. It's that's, not like tequila. You don't have to shoot it. That's true. Mm. All right. Salted watermelon. Olaf. I do the salt, but I can't see the watermelon, really. You know, you yeah, It's real faint. I've had it yeah, before. There's a, there's a watermelon aftertaste, but it's not very distinct watermelon taste. The salt is stronger. Okay. Uh, Consistency is good. Is it good? Did you enjoy it's it? It's good. Would you have one if, if one person passed it? If I have it nothing him? else, yeah. Okay, nothing else. If he doesn't have spring with him, he'll take mm-hmm. one of those. All right, yeah, salt and watermelon. It's, it's good. We'll go on a scale of one to four. One being awful, four being good. What would you rate salted watermelon? It's a three. It's a three. That's yeah. not that's not bad. Yeah. Salted watermelon's winner. We're gonna go with Lauren next. Oh. Lauren, mm-hmm. reach into here the the bag. I want you to blindly taste this and then give us your chemical breakdown oh, of what's chemical in that. Chemical analysis right here. On that. Okay. All right. What did you get? Oh, now I got lemon sublime. Yes. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, that's yeah, not okay. bad. That's not okay. bad. I will say there is one called Tutti Fruity in here. Mm. So is it sublime or sublime? <laughs> now, I, I was a little worried because I have kids and they like that bamboozled game with the, the nasty jelly beans. Yes, the Harry Potter thing. Oh, like, oh, they taste so, like boogers and taste yeah, like throw so, up. <laughs> yeah, there's like a jelly that. bean that tastes like vomit. Oh, I've, yeah. Yeah, so... The lemon is very faint. I would agree, like, probably with the watermelon. It's, yeah. like, very faint. But, yeah, I could totally eat one of those during right. a race. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not bad. Scale of one to four. One being awful, four um, being good. Yeah, I'd say it's a four. It's pretty good. It's light. It's, okay. I feel like it sits heavy, yeah. All right, lemon yeah. sublime, lemon salt sublime, and watermelon. So far, we got some winners. Jeff Stafford, reach into there and grab, grab a random goo. All right, what do you got? Pineapple. All right, we got pineapple. A lot of fruity flavors going on here. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a oh. special one, too. It's a rock tank. Oh, you're going to be extra energized. Do? Is there caffeine in there or something? Well, let's see. It's still 100 calories, which is pretty typical for a goo. Yeah. There is something different about that. No caffeine. All right. So uh, something coming. about amino acids. Oh, okay. Yeah. This one has amino acids, too. And so. cocaine. <laughs> that's, that's a rock chain. Like well, not, not heroin. Not heroin, <laughs> not heroin like the Jackson right, Marathon. Right, no, right, we're going straight right, to cocaine. Right. Okay. All right. So All right. Pineapple. Here we go with a pineapple. All right. Here we go. Jeff Stafford. You're not. You're not. You're not excited about this. I'm. I'm. I'm sniffing. Okay. It's like a fine <laughs> connoisseur. Like I know. <laughs> you don't sniff it. I, I can. I can actually smell the pineapple oh, already. So, unlike the other two that had a real faint fruit flavor, say, yeah. I'm thinking this one's going to be. 
pretty overwhelming. Let's see. That was the right way to eat it, by the way. Do you see how he... You have to chew the, it. Put the thing in his mouth and bit down? Yeah. yeah. It has a distinct pineapple flavor to it. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not sure how well that would go over late in a race, you know, being mm-hmm. real sugary. I'm like, yeah. not yeah. a huge... Yeah. But early in a race, first 50 miles or so, yeah. Okay. That's a solid three. Oh, so, all right. So, so far, they've all been pretty good. Yeah. All right. Let's see what I get here. All right. Mandarin orange. We're we're living in nice. Fruitsville right now. Good. All right, Mandarin orange. I've had that. Okay. All right. It's like a fruit salad if you put them all together. It really? Yeah, it is. <laughs> we may want to go get a spoon and, put them and just have a little, little dribble. We'll mix them. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Our fruit salad. He has weird taste. Let me tell you right off the front. Okay. It doesn't taste like much of anything, to be honest with you. It tastes like a glue stick. I'm not getting a, a whole glue lot of stick. <laughs> I'm not getting a whole lot of orange out of mm-hmm. here. It's a kind of faint, but mandarin oranges are a little fainter than yeah. the standard oranges. Mm. It's a two. It's a oh, see, I knew that was coming. A little disappointing. <laughs> mandarin orange, yeah, it would try hard on that. All right, Olaf. Another one. Yeah, we got to make sure the bag gets oh, empty here. Oh. There's a lot of flavors to go through. Oh, right. try berry. Oh, I'm so glad you got triberry because I hate that flavor. I like triberry. Triberry is ass. It does. Ha- it does have caffeine. <laughs> He's it so does. excited now to yeah. try it. <laughs> no, I remember doing the uh, the Illini Marathon in Champaign Urbana, and th- there was a goo station there, and I'm like, yes, this is going to be great. I'm so excited, and they gave me a goo, and it was triberry, and I nearly threw up. Well, thanks. That's a that's a good pitch. Yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> but I'm it's, glad, it's I'm called glad a you dry berry. T R I. It's not a dry berry or try as try with three types try of berry. In right, right. Try. What are the berries in there, Olaf? Sure it's blackberry, cherry, and something. It would be silly to say that, but it doesn't have that anywhere on the on the container here. It's no, all it's, it's, it's all artificial. artificial. Yeah, all right. okay. it's whatever berries you want it to be. Okay. <laughs> Like, do you think there was real pineapple in that goo? Who do you think? No, it really doesn't. I mean, his sunflower oil, that's not a berry, right? No, sunflower oil is not a berry, Olaf. From what I know. Yeah, Yeah, no, they don't specify. Okay. But it doesn't really matter. It's just three berries, whatever, they found in the woods. Three three berries (laughs) of any kind. All right, Olaf Westernack. Spring Energy Athlete. Ryan says it tastes like ass. Triberry is awful. But don't let me throw you. It up. tastes like something, but certainly not berry. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's close to ass. <laughs> no, if I wouldn't know, I would just say it tastes like something. It's it's, it's nut- a goo. It's nutrition. Fine. It's a two. It's a two. <laughs> I can't, it's a two. I can't wait for like goo needs to get Olaf away from spring. And I just, <laughs> I want to see the poster of Olaf or Triberry Goo. It says it tastes like something. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not awful. I just couldn't categorize it into right, something. Right. All right, Lauren. Okay. All right, there you go. Grab another one. Right. Who's gonna get tutti frutti? Oh God. Oh. What What'd you get? Cola. What is that? Cola? Oh. You got cola. I wanted to try cold. I was like, what's this? Yes. I don't know is about this, this. Is this like a cold Coke at an aid station? All right, we're going to find I'm like I'm on claw two of the claw mile. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> a little nervous. Has you a said, weird you smell. You can flush it down with a Coke. Yeah. Or a cola. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. This is not good. Well, I'm thinking not we're going to have our first good. one here. Oh. That might be more like a negative five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my. Um. Any cola flavor uh, I mean, at it all? has a slight aftertaste of what you might have 
from a cola, like a Coke? Like a stale RC cola or something I mean, like that? maybe. But, I'm really excited no. for so whoever gets the Hunt Brothers pizza goo that's coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say if you see the cola goo, you're going to want to pass. All right, so give it a rating. Can I not do negative? You can do negative, yeah. Negative. I'm going to say that's a zero. 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 Oh, Damn. cola gets that a zero. That is not a good taste. I'm just going to oh. say. All right, Jeff Stafford. <laughs> God. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Toasted marshmallow. Ooh, yeah, oh, that's, that's what you wanted. <laughs> he was, this, when Olaf well, was, we were hanging out in uh-huh. uh, Jeff's dining room before you got here, Lauren, uh-huh. and Jeff was like, Toasted marshmallow right. just tastes horrible. Oh, no. Well, you already had it. I think he needs to exchange it because. I have a. It's it. It won't be new or okay, fair. Do you want it? It's already already know it's okay. Well, in my yeah. mind, it's okay. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. let's chuck it back. All right. In. So or actually, take it. I mean, that cola that. one is take that sitting withhold, in my mouth. Hold it so I don't grab disgusting. it again. Okay, we're taking out. Okay, all right. So right. just go in there. All right. Oh. Cold brew coffee. Cold brew coffee. Roctane. Roctane flavor. Another rectane. You will yeah. be on fire for this. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's going to be bouncing off the walls. <laughs> hey, guys. Don't go anywhere. This one, has, this one has caffeine. Oh. All right. By the way, we still have to get mm. to Jeff Stafford playing a flute in oh, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No bird calls. going to be flute calls here. All right. Here we go with the All right. cold brew coffee. Cold brew coffee. Little whiff cracks me up. <laughs> cracks me up. He's smelling. Yes, the chemist does it like that. Right? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. whiffing. Mm-hmm. All right. It has that cold coffee aftertaste, pasty. But it's it's from a gas station. Like <laughs> it's not Starbucks. Um, that's that's a two. Okay, it's okay. a two. It's okay. it's like you said. It's uh, if it's all that's there, yeah, I'll I'll use it. But I'm not gonna seek it. Out. All right. True story about gas station coffee. The first time I've ever had a cappuccino was from a gas station. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had those gas station cappuccino yeah. machines where you, you put your cup in and it goes, oh, yeah. and then it, it comes up, and it's so sweet. That's quality yeah. stuff. Right. And I was like, ooh, this is hazelnut. And I was like, I love these cappuccinos. Now there's probably like 9,000 grams of sugar. Yeah. And like, like you have two of those and all of a sudden you got diabetes and Wilford Brimley's asking you if you want your testing supplies yeah. sent to your house. And then, so, but, but then I had... I went to Starbucks with my wife, and I'm like, I, I'm a cappuccino guy. Yeah. I like these cappuccinos. These are good. Right. These are fantastic. And I ordered a cappuccino. I'm like, what the hell is this? Because it didn't, it didn't have like a mountain of sugar in it. Right. I'm like, this is not, this tastes like gas station cappuccino. Olaf, you got to try gas station cappuccino. I, I, I will. With right. Hunt's Brother Pizza. Hunt's Brother's Pizza. Oh, All right. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm going to reach in here. And I got oh. toasted marshmallow. Okay, okay. You're right. in for a real treat, Toasted buddy. marshmallow. <laughs> I don't want to jade you or anything. So, so how do they do that chemically? A toasted marshmallow. I can't see the other tastes, but I don't know. I mean, I don't even want to know. She's like, I don't want to <laughs> know. I don't want to know what they have to do to. Okay, here we go. Taste like that. Oh my god, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> I told you. God. <laughs> if I got handed that at a race, I would punch the person who gave that to me. That it's an acquired taste. That, oh. I don't even know if it's an acquired taste. That's funny. God, that's awful. I'm gonna give I, it a zero. I told you. Oh, it's oh god. 
Ah! Yeah, no, yeah. I still have yeah, the cola taste in cola. my mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting down to the nitty gritty okay. here. We have... Uh, How many are left? Three left. Three left yeah, here. Okay. Including the tutti frutti. All right, Olaf. Get in on there. Uh, what'd you get? Strawberry banana. Strawberry oh, banana! I saw now, that. Strawberry is okay. Yeah, the banana, I don't God. know so much. Oh, yeah. Toast, toasted marshmallow. Oh. So for people we don't like, nice we should send them huh? care packages with the cola yes. and the toasted marshmallow yes. goods. <laughs> yes. Well, no caffeine. Okay, that's good. Strawberry banana. 125 milligrams. It also has sunflower oil. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, sunflower oil. It's good stuff. Yeah. Who knows what else you can make out of sunflower? (laughs) 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 Olaf is shaking. (laughs) (laughs) That was real quick. That was, yeah. No. 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 Absolutely not. No. (laughs) Give us your best uh, Gordon Ramsay. How would you describe the strawberry banana I think I, I think I lack the vocabulary. <laughs> it, I mean, that's what the, the negative connotation goose have. That is the epitome of it. It's just really sweet, sugary, gooey stuff. Mess. Yeah. Yeah. You can probably successfully glue your house back together with it. <laughs> So since you remodeled, there are probably yeah. more there better things to utilize this stuff with. So that's definitely a secret. You could probably patch some holes in the wall with You can. Yeah. You can use it as you can caulk. Caulk your bathroom right. with all go. these goos that we're half yeah, eating. Yeah, we'll also clog everything else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't put it down the toilet. Yeah, yeah. 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 So no. Mm. That's a bomb. All right. So how? Uh, what are you going to rate the strawberry banana? Oh, it's 100% to zero. Ooh. Zero? No. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, don't I'm Zero. Okay. Let's see, Lauren's going to get another one here. Do an artificial in. fruit any day. But. Oh, I got the 2D. Lauren! Oh! Hey! Is that good or bad? I'm scared. We're all waiting, We're all waiting for this one. <laughs> okay. Whew. There was okay. a show in Germany called Tutti Frutti. Google it. Really? Tutti Frutti. Okay. Was, well, it, was it an East German show or a West, West German oh. show? Okay. It's educational. Okay. All right. <laughs> Don't do them. <laughs> a wop, bop, a loo, bop, a wop, bam, boom. I smell it. Okay. <clears throat> what does it smell like, first off? Yeah, how do, you, oh descri- how do you describe tutti frutti? I mean, what, yeah. what no, is it? You know what it is? That is from all the gels they made for they, all that's the flavors. It. That's and it. Didn't know it's like the leftover. Yeah, it's like they took everything that's left over. It's the over. bottom of the barrel. It's the essence oh, of Little Richard. Okay, I'm yeah. just going to just gonna do it. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice expression. It's like the toothpaste they use at the dentist when you're a kid, like the. Oh. Well, it's like like if they made it thicker. And so is like it a good or bad thing? Bad. Oh. Bad. It's it's, the, it's, it's, like it's, the, it's the dentist toothpaste. The dentist toothpaste. I, I'm sensing a another. Zero. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say zero, man. Oh, oh like, I'm, I'm sorry, I might have led her into that. No, yeah. if somebody handed me that in a race and I, I just like chugged it down, well, I would you know. be on the side of the road barfing it up. That's, <laughs> that's what level that. This one is the is. last one, right? This is the last one, so it's not really blind. Staff, Stafford's a little worried here. Oh, I like these. I've had this before. Okay. Do you have another Roctane? So it is. Good I'm, God. I'm on the Roctane wow. roll. Jeff is Rock and Roctane roll. Jeff is not sleeping tonight. Right. No, he will paint a whole. These pack are more. Down. By the way, <laughs> these are more expensive than the standard goods. Okay. I only care about you so much that I would buy. <laughs> I knew you did. Yeah. I'll I, say, this I knew you're going to get those. Rock- lemonade. I think, I think a tutti frutti is a Roctane too. It is. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, like the the dumb sucker. Remember those the dumb dumb suckers that they have. Yes. The mystery flavor is what they do when they change flavors okay. from one to the next, and so they do that mystery. I bet you tutti frutti is when goo. Like, okay, we're done making the mandarin orange and we got to get the triberries ready. And they just give you the half tutti, half yeah. triberry, half, half mandarin orange. And banana strawberry mixed yes, in. Yes, and banana strawberry mixed in. Yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah, garbage. They need to make one labeled just, it just says ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Lemonade. Right. I've had this. Ooh, okay. not, All right, lemonade. Sounds yeah. lovely. Refreshing. Yeah. 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 Refreshing. Lemonade is not a new artificial flavor, by the way. So mm. it's been around for right. many, yeah. many years. Yeah, we've perfected it, right? <laughs> Lemonades, they've got that down pat. If you can't do lemonade, you're just a loser. Exactly. That's so, all right, so here we go. Let's, right. let's. Jeff's, I think Jeff's eating more of these than the rest of us. Yeah, like we're all taking little, little dabs. I need my calories. Yeah, down. you do, yeah. Yeah, that's that's... That's another one. It's that's a three. Okay, so I think if I remember correctly, the best so far are salted watermelon, the straight up fruit ones, not yeah. the, the experimental Le- sounding ones. It's the straight up fruit ones. <laughs> yeah, the right. lemon was good. The lemon I had, the, I could, and this lemon I could do it. Also. Yeah. All right, not too shabby, not too shabby at all. If you're if you're a goo person, salted watermelon and uh, lemonade roctane and the the, the lemon, lemon sublime, sublime wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Those aren't half bad. Everything else stick with the straight fruit one. Is kind of yeah. is kind of crap. If it has a strange name, yeah, don't. Yeah, um, Jeff, you wanted to. Usually, you do a bird call. Yeah, but you but you've got something else for us to end the podcast. I do. I do. I got what? my I got my three quarter inch copper tubing Mm. why do you have three quarter inch copper tubing i don't know i found it under the house (laughs) okay even more importantly what made you blow into it (laughs) i used to play the cornet it's it's a a so you just randomly blow into anything you can. yeah that's generally yeah yeah. that's it that's round round cylindrical objects yeah that's on his silver singles profile (laughs) (laughs) so <laughs> I'm sure you've, you, you're from the the Ricola horn. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's offensive. That's first of all, you bring out beer okay, steins, so. and then you assume that he knows the Ricola things because he's Let's, German. Well, that's mountain people stuff. That's more Switzerland. It is. Uh, okay, it is. All right. He's right. He's yeah, absolutely yeah, correct. Yeah. So maybe I was stereotyping. Do you want to make? Do you want to ask me if he wants a bratwurst too while he's here? Some sour. I've got crowns? some of those in the freezer. <laughs> we can cook those up. All right. So let's let's let's. Do a little toot on the horn here. Okay, this is Jeff Stafford blowing into a copper pipe he found under his house because the meth addicts didn't get to it first. <laughs> right. to take they didn't it steal it and try right. to yeah. steal it first. All right, so here we go. All right, here we go. I was not expecting I that was sound. Not either. Wow, yeah. it's like a trumpet. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's it's like those. Remember, um, you would remember Olaf because as a European, you like soccer. You call it football where you where you are. That sounds like the vavuzela. Remember those things? Yes. From, yes. Yeah. That's a vavuzela, right there. It could be just a drunk okay. trumpet player. I feel like I feel like Jeff needs to strap this onto his hydration pack and anytime. And run- 
that. Yeah. And anytime he summits a mountain, he needs to pull that sucker out and just like do his call look, with it. Look, it's a great hiking step. Oh, it's a walking. It's a. That's a trekking pole. Yes, that's what it is. We will see it on on, on the sales channel soon. Yeah. yeah. It's walking stick. No, it's a trumpet. No, yeah. it's all those things. I'm gonna take oh, that with yeah. me to plane 100. That's gonna be great. Yeah. Go. I just can imagine Jeff on uh, QVC. Right. Two o'clock in the morning, going. Hi, friends. Jeff Stafford here. Do you like blowing into things? <laughs> Order today. But wait, there's more. We'll not only send one, we'll send the second one free. And, two hiking sticks. and as much tutti frutti goo oh. as right. he eats. <laughs> Which I have a feeling they're going to have a hard time giving those away now. They're like, man, we got all these tutti frutti goos. We got to change that. No idea what to do with oh. them. Uh, <laughs> there you go another fine crew episode of the adventure jogger lauren check out the the podcast run wild with lauren and bud thank you for making the drive up yeah it's great so Thanks. fun thank you so fun olaf thank you I figured you're probably busy on a Saturday. Thanks for driving up and being a part of the Adventure Jogger crew episode. Thanks. I had much more of an adventure than than anyone driving up here with James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Olaf drove up here in a in a, a 1982 Jeep with no doors, no top, and just got back from the shop. Mm-hmm. That's that's brave and bold. That is. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it is like ninety five. Well, you can you can sample the rest of these goo flavors on the way home. Yeah. You can yeah. finish them up. A little CO two never really hurt anyone. That's true. Right. That's true. Now, if it wasn't for the Rona, um, we all could share these, but we won't share them because we don't want to, you know, get the Rona, the adventure jogger, uh, passing Rona on to everybody. Um, you want to say something, Jeff? Are you pointing with your no. with your pen hand? No. By the way, Adventure Jogger gear is available That's on right. the AdventureJogger.com. You ordered a hat, didn't you, Olaf? I wanted to, but... You waiting for me to send you one for free? <laughs> no. Kind of. Well, <laughs> I was hoping I can just snatch one up here that you wear one and I get the original Ryan Plickelman. Oh. I think we need to get a, sweat a, short, a little it. supply of those. And yes. I can, make, I, can make those, I can make that happen. Ooh. I don't have it with me here, but I can get you my... My original OG adventure job. That would be huge. Yeah, you wear that to Strolling Gym next year. Mm. And so people will go like, oh, where'd you get that? I you will. can say, yeah, it's the adventurejogger.com. Mm-hmm. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> go, go to the adventurejogger.com gear. Uh, you do have a little bit of time left to get a mem- to be a part of the Claw Mile. Lauren, your time in the Claw Mile? Oh, I think my overall time between running and then having to stop and chug and not vomit was like 19 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really hoping I got the DFL, but we'll see. You very well could be back on this podcast. <laughs> Cast Lauren, which would be great. Uh, Jeff, your time? It was 12? 12, 12, just just yeah. short of 12. It was yeah. 11. Okay, oh, yeah, mine was just over 11. Uh, Olaf's is going to be about 6, I'm yeah. guessing. 7. I'm not good for anything fast running, but I will give it, I will give it a good try. Thank you, Olaf. Uh, you can go to Ultra Sign Up and just look Claw Mile. Fun run, but thanks for listening and enjoying some miles with us on the Adventure Jogger. Hey, one other thing. On okay. Adventure Jogger gear, I want you to start offering the copper tubing <laughs> pipe. I mean, just think of all the music people could make with that. Mm-hmm. It'd be a big seller. I'm telling you. Why don't you autograph that and, I can, you and know give what? it away? I could get that engraved. <laughs> you could. You could. Let's have Jeff Stafford autograph his copper pipe that he found <laughs> right. under his house. Don't you think that's supposed to go There's somewhere? Bodies under there. Yeah. Don't you think like that? Maybe is there like a was it? I don't know. Is, is there a leak now under your no, house? No. Missing about a no. What did you say? It's a four foot section of copper piping. Something like that. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening to the Adventure Jogger.
We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. 